What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Tuesday, October 27th. Hopefully, all you guys have had a nice and enjoyable week up until this point. Hopefully, all you guys are doing good out there. Please continue to stay safe as we continue to deal with the coronavirus, man. Please wear a mask whenever you are in public areas or public spaces. Please wash your hands as much as possible and go out. If you have some sunlight wherever you are at, please get some ultraviolet rays on your skin because the sun when it's hotter than 84 degrees does kill all viruses i know it's the winter so it doesn't get that hot but please still try to get some uv rays on your skin because again the sun does kill all viruses man hopefully all you guys will continue to stay safe man i'm praying for all you guys want to give a huge shout out to odell beckham jr man we're praying for a speedy recovery we know he's gonna bounce back he's one of the most talented wide receivers we've ever seen play the sport of football man so we're definitely praying for a speedy recovery for him of course we're still demanding justice for Breonna Taylor. We're still demanding justice for Elijah McClain. And anybody else that has been a victim of police brutality or even worse, police murderings, we are still demanding justice. But again, hopefully all you guys are doing good out there. I hope all you guys have an even better rest of your week. Continue to grind. Stay motivated. Keep your foot on the gas. Do not look back unless you're trying to learn from a past mistake that you made. And just keep doing what you got to do, man. Trust me. All the things that you want in this life are attainable. You just got to focus and put your attention on the right things, man. And always just be nice to people, man. It's a lot of hate out here. It's a lot of evil people out here. Just be nice. Spread some happiness. Spread good vibes. And just be the best possible person that you can be, man. But let's get right into today's topic at hand. So, today, I want to head to the nation's capital and talk about the Washington Wizards. Now, look. This past season, the Wizards finished ninth place in the Eastern Conference. They were 25 and 47. It was a rough year. Of course, John Wall's been hurt for forever. But even though they didn't have the best season, Bradley Beal, to me, is the second best shooting guard in the NBA after James Harden. He averaged 30 points per game this past season. 30, 3 0. Do you know how hard it is to average just 15 points per game? Imagine averaging double that, and that's what Bradley Beal did this past season. And everybody was talking about, oh, Zach Levine was a big all-star snub. No, the biggest all-star snub in the 2020 all-star game was Bradley Beal. It is a crime that he was not put into the all-star game averaging 30 points a game. That is hard. That is not easy to do, man. And this dude is a special, special talent. And I'm really, really interested to see what the Wizards can do this upcoming season because John Wall is finally back. And it feels like John Wall has been out of the game for forever. It's like, I can't even I can't even think of right now off the top of my head the last time I watched John Wall play in an NBA basketball game. It feels like it's been like three to four years, but it's only been two years and it feels like it's been way longer than that. Of course, he suffered a major injury. I can't remember what it was at first that sidelined him. And then he tore his Achilles in his own home while he was rehabbing from the first injury. He, he then tears his Achilles and he was sidelined for even longer than that. And now it sounds like John Wall is going to be ready to go 100% heading into the 2020-2021 NBA season. I know a lot of you guys have seen that viral clip of John Wall working out here in LA with some of the Brooklyn Nets players having private open runs and stuff like that, and he looks good. And I'm not going to lie, I was kind of doubting John Wall's ability to get back to where he was at that all-star level. He's one of the most athletic point guards we've ever seen. He's super, super fast getting up and down the court. He's just a machine in transition. And with the injuries that he sustained, 
I, I ain't gonna lie, I kind of doubted him. But after seeing those clips and seeing him work out and hearing him say that he feels like he's 110%, I'm kind of believing in John Wall again. And I'm not saying that I gave up on him, but he was just a player that really, really believes and uses most of his game is based on his athleticism. And for, and for him to get back to where he was, it had to have taken a lot of work, a lot of rehab, a lot of recovery, all those different type of things to get back to the level that he needs to be to be performing at a high level. And so, it is going to be a very, very interesting year for the Washington Wizards because not only are you going to get your all-star point guard back, you're bringing back Bradley Beal, who right now I think is in the prime of his career. Again, averaged 30 points per game this past season. He just signed a two-year extension last year, a max extension, which is worth $70 million. He won't be an unrestricted free agent until 2023. And it's a lot of teams out there that feel like they can trade for Bradley Beal. It feels like a lot of teams out there really believe, sincerely believe, that the Wizards are going to make Bradley Beal available for trade. And it doesn't sound like really that they're trying to actively trade Bradley Beal, but it does sound like that they're actively listening to any teams that are trying to make a big-time trade for Bradley Beal. Because a lot of teams, more importantly, a lot of contenders in the league would love to have a player like Bradley Beal. This is a dude who is a skilled, skilled shooting guard. He can score from every single level. He can get to the rack with ease. He's super, super athletic. You can go watch some of his dunks. He just dunks with a different type of ferocity. Bradley Beal is a superstar in the making. And if he was not playing in the nation's capital, if he was playing in a bigger NBA market, people will understand and casual NBA fans will understand that this is one of the best shooting guards in the league. I promise you. Again, I'm going to say it. The only shooting guard better than Bradley Beal is James Harden. I promise you. You put Bradley Beal on a contender like the Lakers or the Heat, and you guys will understand why I say that, man, because this dude has a special, special talent and a special, special ability. And so, a lot of people, you know, were trying to paint this narrative that Bradley Beal and John Wall were butt heads. And that I, I could tell that was never true because they always talk to each other on the court. They look like they have fun playing alongside each other. And of course, in their interviews, they always talk about how they're brothers, how they've, you know, really bonded on and off the court. And so I don't believe none of the nonsense that the media be trying to paint about them. But this is an important year because John Wall's back. Bradley Beal is back. You have a pretty solid young core in Roy Hachimura, who you guys drafted, I believe was a top 10 pick last year in the draft. I actually like him out of Gonzaga. He should be end up being a really good small forward in the league. You got Thomas Bryant, who I've been a big fan of. I believe he came into the league, I want to say like 2015 or 2016, out of Indiana. He played for the Lakers for a minute. He's a solid big man. He's 6'10", can shoot threes, can space the floor. He's good in pick and rolls. Pretty solid defensive player, too. And you got Troy Brown Jr. Now, Troy Brown Jr. is also an interesting player, too. I believe he was drafted in 2018 out of Oregon. He's a solid backup point guard for the Washington Wizards. And you have a solid, solid core. It looks like they're going to end up losing Davis Bertans, who's one of the best shooters in the league, to free agency. But all in all, you have a pretty good squad. Scott Brooks should be able to coach this team really, really good. I'm a believer in Scott Brooks' coaching ability. Where it comes down to, though, is Tommy Shepard, who is the general manager of the Washington Wizards. I believe he was officially named the general manager last year in the summer of 2019. And he's going to have to put together a pretty good squad around this team. Because, again, the team that they have right now is already a pretty solid team to do damage in the East. And I'm not saying that they're going to make a lot of noise because the East is really, really stacked from the you know Miami Heat. The Brooklyn Nets, the Philadelphia 76ers should be pretty good. The Boston Celtics are going to be back in the thick of things. The Indiana Pacers should be solid next year. The Raptors aren't going anywhere. So it's a lot of good teams in the Eastern Conference. But when you have a backcourt that composes of Bradley Beal and John Wall, 
you should be able to do some things. And the Wizards, again, I don't really want to say that it's a make or break year for them, but it almost feels like it's a make or break year because they've been doing this situation for a long time. They've been in this John Wall, Bradley Bill scenario for a very, very long time. They drafted both these guys. You know, John Wall was, I believe, the number one overall pick in 2009. Bradley Bill came into the league, I believe, in 2011. So they've been doing this for a pretty long time together. And I feel like if they don't have some type of success this season, then the Wizards should definitely look into blowing this thing up and trying to just rebuild from there because it already feels like they're in a rebuilding process right now and they have two all-star players and it should never feel like that. When you're in the NBA and you have two all-star caliber players, it should never feel like you're in a rebuilding phase, but that's what it kind of feels like in the nation's capital. I don't know what the Wizards are trying to do, but if things don't work out this year, you need to really consider trading either John Wall or Bradley Bill. Me personally, just being a fan of the game, I really want to see Bradley Bill on a contender. I just mentioned it. I feel like he would do wonders for his game to give him that national spotlight that he's been deserving because a dude that's averaging 30 points per game needs to be on national television. It's just like Devin Booker being down in Phoenix. He should have played in much, much more primetime games than the games he's played in already in his young career. I think he's only played in like one, maybe two, you know, primetime games in his career. He should have definitely played more than that. And the same goes for Bradley Beal, man. And my thing is, too, you should take in a lot of considerations. This is a pretty good free agency class in 2020 when it comes to role players. The Wizards need to sign some type of role players to put around John Wall, Bradley Beal, and the rest of this young core to fit in to make them look like a contending playoff team. Not necessarily contender for the Larry O'Brien trophy and to win it all, but just a contending team in the Eastern Conference that can win a few games or at the very least win a first round playoff matchup. And that's all I really expect for them. That would be a successful season for the Wizards if they're able to do that. I really, really, truly believe that. But my thing is, too, here is something that I'm very interested in that I forget who mentioned it on my Twitter feed. I'm sorry I forget you guys. I should have, you know, bookmarked a tweet or whatever. But the Wizards should definitely look into signing DeMarcus Cousins. This is a low-risk, high-reward situation. I'm going to continue to use that phrase when it comes to DeMarcus Cousins, man. I know he's had some big-time major injuries. He's a 6'11", power forward slash center, and a lot of people aren't able to recover from the injuries that DeMarcus Cousins has had. And he's had a very, very unlucky run of injuries the past few years, from his Achilles to the quad to all the injuries he's dealt with. But remember, he played with John Wall at the University of Kentucky when they were both there as true freshmen. And they both left, I believe, at the same time. They were both one-and-done players. DeMarcus Cousins is a rare type of player and if you can keep him healthy he's still one of the best big men in the league because he can space the floor he can pass and he's been and been ever since he's been in the league he's been developing as a defensive player and again he's already played with John Wall they already have good camaraderie their brothers on the or excuse me their brothers off the court they consider each other family you might as well just take it and see what you can do because John I'm assuming DeMarcus Cousins would add a lot of depth to this Washington Wizards team he would almost be a perfect fit. John Wall would love to play with a player like DeMarcus Cousins. And it's not like Cousins is going to come in there and demand the ball like that because he knows he's been dealing with injuries. He has to prove his worth because it's not a lot of teams out there. When free agency hits next month after the NBA draft, 
teams aren't going to be blowing up DeMarcus Cousins' phone. And it should be the other way around. Like, you know, teams should be blowing up his phone. But I just don't think it is because a lot of people in the league have sadly given up or given up on DeMarcus Cousins. I just feel like that's wrong because he's still a really, really good player. And it's not like, you know, he's old or anything like that. He's in his, I believe he's in his 30s or pushing towards his 30s. But nonetheless, he's still a really, really good player. And for the Wizards, I think this is almost the perfect situation for him because it's not a lot of expectations and they don't really have an experienced big man on their team. I think DeMarcus Cousins will come in there and fit almost seamlessly on this team to give, you know, extra attention off of John Wall and especially Bradley Beal because to me, I think Bradley Beal is the number one player and the best player on the Wizards right now. As much as I love John Wall, I just feel like Bradley Beal has ascended himself to a whole different stratosphere when it comes to the development of his game. And so, it's going to be interesting to see what the Wizards do, man. I'm really excited for John Wall. The game has definitely missed him a lot. And to see him back with his running mate, Bradley Beal, and to see what else they have around them, it should be interesting. This team should definitely be somewhere between the 6th, 7th, or 8th seed in the East. They should definitely do something. And I didn't even I didn't even mention the, the Milwaukee Bucks earlier when I talked about teams in the East. So they should definitely be somewhere in that 7th or maybe even 8th seed. But they got to do something, man, because you can't just keep being a stagnant team. They haven't gotten better in the past few years, and they haven't gotten worse. They just stayed literally the same. The only time that they've gotten worse in these past few years is because John Wall was hurt. But other than that, they've been the same team for like the past five to six years. And it's, and it's just like the Portland Trailblazers. They've been the same team. They haven't gotten any better, and they haven't gotten any worse. They've just been the same team for the past few seasons. And that needs to change, especially because, you know, your time – I'm not going to say it's ticking, but I'm just going to say Bradley Bill, he's the type of player, just like John Wall, they're going to get fed up with just losing games. They want to win games. They want to be in the playoffs. They don't want to be on their couch during the postseason watching other players play. That's the type of players they are. I know they want to win. They're used to winning. They both won on the college level. Even though they didn't win national championships, they both did a lot of damage in the SEC. And so... We're going to see what happens. I'm super, super intrigued to see what happens. I know a lot of people are counting out John Wall. I know a lot of people believe that Bradley Bill's 30 points per game average was a fluke. But these two dudes, man, are special, special players. The Wizards need to be very, very careful with this backcourt, man, because they are stars and they need to put some good talent around them. And I, I do, I'm going to mention it again, I do like Thomas Bryant, I do like Roy Hachimura, and I do like Troy Brown. But you need more than that to be a really good playoff team in the Eastern Conference with all the talent that is now in the Eastern Conference. you got to be able to do something with these two dudes on your roster. And so that's that. Let's move on down to the college level, even though this does have something to do with uh, DeMarcus Cousins and John Wall. Headed to the University of Kentucky in Lexington to play for Coach Calipari, I believe either next season or the season after that. Sky Clark, who is one of the best point guards currently in the class of 2022. He's a 6'3 point guard. He's from LA. He's currently at um Ends, I believe it's called, I believe it's pronounced Endsworth High School in Nashville. Now, Sky Clark, I believe it was last Thursday, officially announced his commitment to Kentucky over other schools like Memphis, UCLA, and North Carolina, where a lot of people thought he was going to end up playing and being a Tar Heel. But he ends up committing to Coach Calipari in the Lexington. Um, Wildcats, I guess you could say the Kentucky Wildcats. And this is a major pickup for John Calipari because Sky Clark, not only is he one of my favorite point guards to watch in the entire country, but he is a true 
point guard. He is a leader by every sense of the word. He controls the tempo of the game. He never gets lost or rattled. He you know, controls the game at every single level. He has an elite mid-range pull-up game. I think if you master the art of the mid-range jumper, your game almost offensively becomes unguardable because the mid-range jumper is the most unguardable jump shot and the most unguardable offensive tool to have in your bag in all of basketball. And Sky Clark has that down to a T. And not only that, he's a really, really elite playmaker. He's able to see plays before they happen. He's just a really, really good and aware point guard to have. His head is always up. He dribbles the ball hard. He's able to get into seams that a lot of players aren't able to get into. He has the floaters. He's very under control. He got the jump stops. He's got every single layup package. He's not really an above the rim type player, but he's just smooth at getting to the rim. He's got NBA range already. And to top it off, you could consider him to be Gilbert Arenas' protege. Gilbert Arenas has been working out with Sky Clark for a majority of his life. And Gilbert Arenas, who was one of my favorite players growing up, a.k.a. Abachi, a.k.a. Agent Zero, playing for the Wizards, he has been training Sky Clark since he was 12 years old. I believe Sky Clark right now just turned 17 a few months ago. So he's been working out with a NBA legend for the past five years. That's only going to make your game better. And so with him committing to Kentucky... He, as of right now, is the lone commit in the class of 2022 when it comes to Kentucky's 2022 recruiting class. But it does sound like it is a chance that he would end up in the 2021 class, which will be the senior class's upcoming year. And if he does end up reclassifying, he would end up joining Nolan Hickman, who is a uh, 6'2 point guard out of Seattle, Washington, and the new Kentucky commit who actually just committed about a couple hours ago, Bryce Hopkins, who's out of the state of Illinois. He's a 6'7 forward, really, really good player. Um, and so that would be interesting too. If he does decide to reclassify, that would be a major, major move, man. But Sky Clark is the goods. His last season, he just transferred from Heritage Christian, excuse me, Heritage Christian in Northridge, California as a sophomore. He averaged 25.5 points per game, 4.2 assists per game, rebounds per game and two steals per game again as a sophomore at Heritage Christian. And now he's transferred all the way to Nashville, Tennessee. He will play again at Endsworth High School. You know, Tennessee is a bordering state of Kentucky. So Coach Calipari and their staff will be able to get to watch him. Hopefully, you know, high school basketball has a season, you know, of course, still dealing with COVID and stuff like that. But Sky Clark, man, a really, really talented point guard. He's one of the next biggest players to come out of the state of California. Of course, you know, Cali, we develop a whole bunch and we produce a whole bunch of big time NBA players. I expect Sky Clark to be a really good player at the University of Kentucky. He should be a really good lead guard for Coach Calipari. And he's definitely a winner. He's definitely a competitor. And I think that's why ultimately he ended up choosing Kentucky over Memphis, UCLA, and North Carolina, man. So congrats to Sky Clark. I cannot wait to watch him this upcoming season. And more importantly, I cannot wait to watch him in BBN land. It should be a really, really good player for years to come. Sky Clark, remember the name, man. Special, special player, man. But as always, shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports, man. I'm a cause basketball writer slash blogger slash journalist featured alongside a whole bunch of other really, really talented writers slash bloggers slash journalists. Please go check us out on YouTube. We are at Nuts and Bolts Sports, man. For all your sports news and needs, I promise you daily news and needs, we got you guys, man. Go check us out on Twitter and Instagram as well, too. We are at Nuts and Bolts SP for all your sports news and needs. 
We have everything from soccer to football to rugby to wrestling. Whatever sports you love, I promise you Nuts and Bolts Sports has it all for you. Also, I'm actually also featured on Nuts and Bolts Sports Podcast Network alongside a whole bunch of other really, really great podcast hosters and content creators. So please go check us out. We got all the sports podcasts in the world for all you guys. So please go check us out, man, and show us some love, man. As always, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. And if you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. That is how we share, grow, and expand the podcast. You guys be safe out there. You guys enjoy your week. Continue to get better each and every single day, even if it's only 1%. And just keep spreading love, man. Do not spread hate. It's enough hate out here already. Keep being the best version of you and always work on yourself daily, man. Work on yourself daily. Exercise, eat right, you know, read, get everything to get better. Please do that and do what you got to do to simply just get better because at the end of the day, getting yourself to be your best self should be the end goal in life, man. But as always, peace, love, and blessings gone.